On today's show, Volvo reveals two new concepts built on a common architecture. Cadillac kills the ELR, and the Roush F-150 is now more popular than the Roush Mustang. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for the 19th day of May in 2016. Yesterday, Suzuki revealed the methods it used to calculate fuel economy ratings for its cars violated Japanese regulations. And now we have more info about the misconduct. Over 2 million vehicles sold in Japan are affected, but not any sold outside of the country. Suzuki denies it did this to make its ratings look better. Instead of doing a single reading for a car, it tested individual components in a wind tunnel and combined the results. The company did this because wind at its proving ground would cause erratic readings. But it didn't have much of an impact. The company reviewed 16 models it currently sells, but says it won't need to revise the numbers because the previous results are close enough. You know, one of the fastest ways we could reduce carbon dioxide emissions is to reduce the amount of carbon in fuel. And that's why the EPA is proposing to increase renewable fuel levels for all types of biofuels. The agency wants to increase total levels for cellulosic ethanol, biodiesel, and advanced biofuels by 700 million gallons between 2016 and 2017. The EPA plans to hold a public hearing about the proposal next month in Kansas City. And for more about the EPA and its midterm review of the CAFE regulations, make sure you check out our newest auto line this week with Margot Oge the former EPA Director of Air Quality and Transportation. Look for that episode this afternoon on Autoline.tv. Today's vehicles are sophisticated machines, but supplier Delphi thinks that future connected cars will make today's seem dumb by comparison. The average premium car today operates with 100 million plus lines of code. That's about four times that of a fighter jet. But in the 2020 timeframe, Delphi believes connected cars will operate with 200 billion plus lines of code. To support that, data speeds in cars will have to increase over 2,000% using high-speed Ethernet. Power will go from 12 volts up to 600 volts with a mile more of wiring and additional 70 connections and 700 more diagnostic parameters. This will require a centralized brain or supercomputer that can make decisions 34,000 times faster than a human. With that amount of data producing ability, it's easy to see why OEMs are fighting to keep it to themselves. And still to come, Volvo reveals two concepts that hint at its future design direction. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. New products are what the car business is all about. That's what brings customers into the showrooms. So it's critically important to keep up with what's new in the market. And here are two new concepts from Volvo, a sedan and a crossover, called the 40 series. The vehicles are built on its new compact modular architecture and also hint at the company's design direction. The new cars, which go into production next year, 
will be available with a range of connectivity services and safety equipment. Its new small car lineup will also include a pure battery electric and plug-in hybrid variant. Volvo is targeting sales of 800,000 vehicles annually. It's currently at half a million, and these new vehicles will be critical in achieving that goal. On a recent episode of AutoLine After Hours, we learned that Roush sells about 2,000 to 2,500 Mustangs every year. But its new F-150 is so popular, it's now outselling the Mustang. That certainly surprised us. Besides its cosmetic enhancements, the truck features Roush's supercharger kit that boosts output to 600 horsepower and 557 pound-feet of torque. We got a chance to drive one of these bad boys recently, and we'll have a full review coming soon. And speaking of after hours, don't forget to tune in later today. Our special guest is Doug Fian from Corvette Racing. So if you have any questions, shoot them to viewer mail at autoline.tv. Then tune in at 3 p.m. Eastern Time for some of the best insider discussions in the automotive industry. And coming up next, BMW shines some light on its new plug-in hybrid, while GM shuts the light on one of its plug-ins. Lear Connexus is the new application suite in vehicle connectivity designed to deliver over-the-air software updates and more from Lear Corporation's eSystems, leaders in power and data management. When BMW introduced its all-new 7 Series, it announced it would offer a plug-in hybrid version of the sedan, and now we're learning some of the details. The system pairs a turbocharged 2-liter gasoline engine with an electric drive unit that's integrated into an 8-speed transmission. Total output comes to 326 horsepower, which is good for about a 5.5 second sprint from 0 to 100 kilometers an hour. Depending on the model, pure EV range is a little less than 30 miles, and fuel economy comes to 107 to 117 miles per gallon equivalent. These numbers are based on the European cycle, so in the U.S., they're more likely to be around 23 miles of EV range and about 80 MPGE. The 7 Series plug-in goes on sale in July. And speaking of electrified vehicles, the Detroit News reports General Motors is ending production of the Cadillac ELR. This shouldn't come as much of a surprise. The ELR has been a sales dud. A little over 350 have been sold so far this year, and less than 3,000 have hit customer hands since its launch in early 2014. Production actually stopped at the Detroit Hamtramck plant in February, and only a small number of units still remain on dealer lots. But with that, we wrap up today's show. Thanks for watching and making AutoLine Daily part of your day. <laughs>